Hallelujah. Put your hands together for Jesus one more time. And I am happy to be here this uh, fourth year. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God has been. I know you are standing. Just keep standing. I know that God has been very, very gracious to us to have this conference going on for a long time. But before we do anything else, I want us to put our hands together and add a shout, even if you feel like it, for our pastor, our father, our evangelist, our prophet, Bishop Daddy Ward Mills. Oh, clap for him. Clap for him. Baby, I don't like your clapping. I don't like this, your clapping. Yes. Listen. Once in a while, once in a while, God sends a strange man to walk on the surface of the earth. I, I hear what I'm telling you. And in this time, there's a certain strange man walking on the surface of the earth. And we are privileged and blessed to have him as our, our pastor. And you're not clapping, you're not shouting, you're not screaming, you're not excited. Yeah, yeah. It's a very rare blessing. Amen. And I want you to also put your hands together for my pastor here, Archbishop Patrick Bruce. Please, listen. There's a place, there's a place in your house that your father, your father's uh, inner place. It doesn't allow people to go and play, the children to go and play there. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? This is Archbishop's inner place. And he has allowed children to come and dirty it, come and play here. Put your hands together for him. He's a great man of God. And for me, all these years I have been working with him, I, I, I tell my friends who are safe teachers that I feel that I am among very few blessed safe teachers because of the pastor I have. Because he allows me to do the thing that I believe God has called me to do. And then he helps me to do it also. He'll be here tomorrow. Tomorrow he'll come, he'll come here, bring us greetings from through my cathedral. I feel that his presence here is going to add some flavor to the conference this year. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be here today again after three years, our fourth year. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a, it's a blessing to see the amazing thing that you are doing in the lives of young people that you will put into our hearts a love for God, a love for the things of God, a love for the Word of God, that you will wake up on a Thursday morning and be here. You are the one doing it in our hearts, in our lives. Praise and all the glory. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you that, Lord, you are taking control. Thank you that, Lord, you are coming here to do what you like. Thank you that, Lord, here, signs, miracles, and wonders will be experienced in this place. Thank you that, Lord, no one is going out of this place the same way he came. Thank you that, Lord, you will speak your word yourself through the servant that you have chosen. This morning, speak your words through me, O oh God. Let it come out, O oh Lord, clearly through the ears of those who hear deep down into their hearts, O oh God transforming them and causing them to conform to Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Everyone shout aloud, Amen. And you may take your seats in God's presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Alright, so we are, we are, for some reason, our banner has not come. For some reason, our banner has not come. And, but, you know, we they say by uh, after the lunch break, it will be here. You know what it is? So you will see it. But if you see the T-shirt I'm wearing, you will see the the theme of the conference this year is on it. What do you see? Someone should tell me what they see. If you tell me what you see, whatever you see, are there what do you see? 
you see a bag with grains. Okay, what what do you see? What who else is I'm Stephanie? What do you see? It is seeds. Okay, so you see a bag with grains and see seeds. Now, what do you see? You see a what? You see a bag with seeds. So the theme of this year's conference is of seeds. Is it a nice? Is it a nice? Yes, the bag of seeds. So that's why we didn't write on it. Thank you, anybody, anybody. The theme for this year's conference is bag of seeds. Bag of seeds. It's not simple. It's not simple. And I believe that um, in the in the next three days, God is going to teach us some things about seeds. Amen. Genesis eight twenty two. Genesis eight twenty two. How many of you remember that the theme for this year, check, is seed time and harvest? How many of you remember it? Okay, so, so that means that our conference is also like very in line with the theme for this year. And it is a bag of seeds. It also has seeds in it. So Genesis 22, is it going? Uh-huh. Why this one is not working? It's not working. I'm fixing it. Okay. So the Bible, if you have a Bible, you're supposed to come to this conference with a Bible, a notebook, and a pen. So if you don't have one, make sure that you have one. Tomorrow when you are coming, bring one. Otherwise, you in a conference, we write down things. In a conference, we write down things. There are things you're going to learn that you're going to write down. So make sure you're coming to church um, from tomorrow onwards with a Bible, a notebook, and a pen, or a pencil to write. Amen. It says, what? It says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Do you see it? Do you see it? While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter shall not cease. Now, this, this is a very, very important scripture for a priest. Are you in the church? Try me here. Because if you are not here, they're not going to hear what I'm going to say. You are here. So you, can, you have to make good use of being here. Amen. Being here early. The, the, the Bible is saying that there is something called seed time. Or a time for you to plant seed. And there is a, there's something also called harvest. A time for the seed you have planted to bring forth fruit that you will go and cut. That you will go and cut or harvest. Are you, are you still here? Are you here? <laughs> and the Bible says that so long as this earth is still around, those two things will also still be around. So long, if you are if you are a human being living on this earth, and you don't respect seed time and harvest, you are a fool. That's what I come to tell you. You are a fool because you come to understand that a lot of things, or or all of the things about life, the life we are living. Is seed time and harvest. I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. When you go to school, eh, when you go to school, from the beginning, 
we start from where? Crutch, is that not it? Crutch, I don't know what, what do you learn in crutch. Crutch, they, they eat and then they sleep, they put powder on your face and then they. Eh. So that one is not that one, doesn't. So let's say like nursery. Nursery, they, they learn. You, you learn something. They learn rhymes, you know, then A, B, C, D, and all these. Then you go to kindergarten, you learn phonics, phonetics, kindergarten, KG2. You're learning words, two-letter two words, three-letter words, you see, like that. Then you go to class one, then you're learning more things. That's how you learn O-WAP. You do do O-WAP in class one. O-WAP. Uh, you learn O-WAP in class one. History, eh? History, O-WAP. What again? Science, you see, but but you see, but you see, what is happening is that all those things, class one from K- KG one, KG two, class one, all the way, if they are all those things that you are learning, is actually your teachers planting seeds inside of you, and the aim is that if one day it is a doctor we want you to become. As the seeds are planted, because you see, if you don't know phonics, you know phonics. Phonics is when they write a the letter a, it is ah. You say ah, ah. It's not a. The sound of that the phonics talks about the sound. You see, so ah, then you say ah, then you say b is b. You say b. When you see b and a together, is is what? Ba, b, a. Is that what it is? You need it later on. Later on, when you are in medical school and you are reading your medical school textbook, and you see a medical word that has b and a in it, to be able to pronounce it, you do something. Say so that kg one, kg two. Phonics and phonetics, they are teaching you to let out the other words. It's a seed that they are sowing so that the harvest we will get later on in life is that you become a medical doctor. Without those ones, we cannot get the harvest. Life, eh? The whole life we are living here, eh, we are, when you, when you summarize all of it, it is seed time, harvest time happening over and over and over. That's what I'm saying that if you are a living human being and you have no respect for seed time, you are, you are a fool. Say this conference, they like insulting. Last year they said stupid fool. Dimikwasia. And combine the two. There's a high level of foolishness that is going on in your life. So, young people, and, and see, and the reason why the message of seed time and harvest needs to be preached and taught to young people is because you are at the seed time part. <laughs> a time is coming when it is now time to harvest. And Charlie. By that time, no, you have planted a lot of weeds. You know weeds. <laughs> Me, I say this year, from the beginning of this year, when I, I caught the revelation, it has even changed how I live my life. Like the things I am doing. Everything is a seed you are planting on. Everything is a seed you are planting on. You are sleeping and not waking up early. Every day, you don't wake up early. Every day, you don't wake up early. It's a seed you are planting on. You are waking up and not having your quiet time. It's a seed you are planting, oh. You're not having your quiet time. It's a seed you are planting. How many people are still here? If you are not going home, you are still here. 
if you don't learn anything at all in this in this conference, just learn that seat time must be respected. Seat time must be taken seriously. Every human being alive is planting some seed. Planting some seed. Planting some seed. That's why in this conference we have come to collect a bag of seeds. <laughs> what will we do with a black bag of seeds? We will plant them. We will plant them. That's, that's what we have come. We have come to collect some bag of seeds because we, because as Christians in this year, particularly in our church, we are learning that we cannot we cannot any longer take for God. The Bible says that it will not stop. There will never come a time while we are alive where we will say, okay, now there's no more time to sow and a time to, to harvest anymore. There's always going to be seed time so long as this earth remains. Am, am I saying something that is sensible to you today? Am I saying, if you, and you see, the revelation has not yet got to you, but when it comes to you, you see how it changes. Even the words you are speaking, they are seeds. Yeah. Some of us, we are here, the way our life, especially those of us who have grown up, our life is the way it is how our life is right now, whether we have money or we don't have money. It is the seeds we have planted. Me and Reverend Bismarck. Yes. That we are not, we are not millionaires. Why are we not millionaires? We didn't plant the seeds. When? When we were small, small boys. We didn't plant the seeds that will make us millionaires. Like, but now we have harvested harvest of millions. Don't you, do you have to ask yourself that? Ask you why. That's what I'm saying. The, the message of seed time, it is to be preached, that message, more especially to a young person, because you are at the place where you are now planting the seed. So you can learn what kinds of seed I must plant to get the kind of harvest I'm looking for in the future. And I'm saying that if you're a young person and right now you are joking with sowing seed, you are, you are a stupid fool. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not, I'm not afraid of you. What does Joshua 1 8 say? What does it say? Look at it. The beginning is seed time, and the end is harvest. The beginning of the verse is seed. He shows you the seed you must sow, then he shows you the harvest you will get at the end. He says that this book of the law, if you want to get the end of it, if you want to have, if you want to make your way prosperous, and to have good, not just success, but success you can describe as good. If you want to have the harvest of prosperous, a prosperous way, I don't know if they like what I'm preaching on. I should preach it the evening, when the evening people come. So those of you are not, every, day we are, every, every strong student conference you come here, we talk about quiet time. Have a quiet time, or have a quiet time, or have a quiet time. I'm showing you. The reason why I'm saying you are a fool is because you are a fool. Is because you have you have a prosperous way and a good success waiting for you, and you say I don't like it. And how do I know you are saying you don't like it? Because you are not allowing the book of the law to stay in your mouth, that you meditate day in day and night, and not having your quiet time. You have shown me that you don't like prosperous way and good success. And my answer to you is that you are a stupid fool. Because I want the prosperous way. I said, we are not millionaires. If we were millionaires, it would be nice. 
like Saturday is my birthday. Like we'll do a party here. Everybody will collect takeaway. It would, would it be nice to get takeaway on Saturday if we were millionaires? <laughs> if we were millionaires, like we'll come here and say, hey, everybody, like it's like you know, it's not even that. Like we'll do a long buffet table. We not a long. You know buffet table. You know buffet. Buffet. Eh? What is what? It's save yourself. That's what we call it in Ghana. Yes, buffet is save yourself. Like outside here on a car park, we'll just arrange a long table of different, different things. Everybody will be holding their plates. So when we come in the morning, we say, oh, we preach, preach, preach. It's okay, now it's lunch time. Then the buffet table set on the car park. If we were millionaires, me and him would have organized it. Me and him would have organized this birthday party very nicely. He, he, he alone, because he's a millionaire, because he would have organized it alone. But it's not, no, he's not a millionaire. He's not a millionaire because the six millionaires sold. <laughs> Am I saying something good to somebody in the church? Young people, everything you are doing in life is a seed you are sowing. Even if you are not doing anything, it's a seed you are sowing. Some of you don't. You, you wake up in the morning, don't do anything till evening. You have sown a seed. You have sown a seed. You don't do anything. You are there. You are not even bathed. You wake up in the morning. So today we are not going to school. So you don't bath, huh? you're, just, you're just in the room, don't bath, huh? till evening. It's a seed you have sown. You have sown, you have sown a seed of doing nothing. The Bible says that he who sows the wind, is, wait, the bad news or the good news about seed sowing is that the seed you put in, if you put an corn, one corn into the ground, the harvest time, you get one corn multiplied by a certain number. You understand? So the corn, it will grow up like this. Then flowers, tassels, they call it tassels, flowers to grow on the corn, the plant. Then so there will be one branch here, there will be a corn cob on it. Then another branch, there will be a corn cob on it. Then maybe you get like some four or five corn cobs. Then each cob you take has different seeds of corn. So that one has given you plenty. <laughs> The same, same thing also with sowing nothing. They take nothing and they multiply it several times. And what do you get? You don't get, no, you don't get nothing. You don't get nothing. If you multiply nothing by many times, what do you get? Eh? No. You get nothing, big nothing, multiplied by, you see, if you sow, if you sow small nothing and you get small nothing back, it's not too bad. If you sow small nothing, you will get, because the seed is multiplied and given back to you, you will get nothing multiplied several times. And give him, that's why I would say, the one who sows the wind, he gets back a well, a well wind is bigger one. You don't get just get nothing. You get nothing multiplied. You will see that you are working about, your life is full of many nothings. <laughs> so this conference, we came here to happy with us Coming, a bag of seeds. Bag of seeds. We'll go back 
and plant them so that we can get some good harvests. Are you here, here with me? Are you here with me? Are, we, are you convinced now that sowing is important? If, I'm saying that grown-up person, you see, when the person is grown-up, yeah, he still has an opportunity to sow some seeds, but he's not harvesting. Harvesting. Harvesting, you go to school, people have gone to classroom to go and study, you are chatting with friends about football. You are sowing a seed. That's why when the exam time comes, you are looking for uh, this thing. They have, uh, they have, they, they have names for the apostates. Do you know that they have names? Oh, they have names. So called Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Jeru. Why is the thing breaking? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. It's a. It is a. Yes. It's a source. There's another one. Oh, they mentioned the names to me in church. I've forgotten their names now. Are, are you still here? Are you still here? How many of you, your mind is changing about seed sowing? How many of your mind is changing about seed sowing? And, and it's, it's what you are doing. Everything you are doing is a seed. That's what I'm saying. Everything you are doing or not doing. Everything, Reginald, everything you are doing or not doing is what? You're not having quiet time, you're sowing a seed. You're having quiet time, you're sowing a seed. You're not memorizing scripture, you're sowing a seed. You're memorizing scripture, you're sowing a seed. You go to church, you don't write notes in church, you're sowing a seed. You write notes in church, you're sowing a seed. <laughs> and all these seeds, different kinds of fruits you will get. You have to choose. What seeds you are planting based on the fruit you are looking for? Am I saying something sensible? You see, I'm repeating myself because I want, I want us to agree, all of us, that the thing called seed time or the thing called seed sowing, it is something we must all take serious. Then I can go into the bag of seeds. But I want us to agree that it's a very important thing. We, we, you, you can't, you cannot, look, now when I stand, you see, when, I, when my car stopped by the traffic lights, and then somebody knocks on my window, and, and they do their hand like this. At first, sometimes, depending on how much money I, or I have or don't have, I'll do like I have not seen the person. You know, you know that kind of thing. Your father has been doing it. Don't look at me like I'm, I'm not a good Christian. Your father has been doing it. He will just be looking straight. Traffic lights, you see whether, when the traffic light will change. But there's somebody knocking on the window. But when I realize that if I take 50 pesos for one seed and I pass it through the window, 50 pesos I may not really need or do much with. 50 pesos to you at a particular time is much. To, to the person across the window, it's, it's much. Or you know what I'm saying? It's not making sense. To the person across the window, one Ghana seed, that means breaking power of Pastor uh, Osopo, uh, this thing, George. To the person across the window, maybe you should lift the. If you leave the receivers uh, up so that they are in line of sight, maybe it may improve. You see, that person or one city may not may not do much. It will not change your life much. But to the person across the window, it, it may do a lot. And the Bible says that he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord. 
But if you take 50 pesos from your pocket and you give it to a poor person across the window, you have you are lending to God. And you know God, the person God is no man's debtor. He, if he's owing you, you'll pay. God is not like some people. There's some people when you are when they are owing you and you call him to ask him about your money, you say, that's how some people behave when they are owing you. He that is owing you, no. He should be begging you for mercy. He's shouting at you. God, if he owes you, he will pay. So the one who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord. And God will pay. So if I, so now, since I lend, I say, when they knock on the window, I bring the window down. Then I look through my coins thing. And I bring out one seed and I pass it over. And as I am doing it, what am I doing? I am, I am sowing a seed. <laughs> and now I know that, now I'm conscious about it. So instead of looking straight at the traffic light as if I have not seen the person through the window, I remember, I remember that talent, this is another opportunity for me to sow a seed. Oh. I just sow a seed across the window. Across the window. One day I will be knocking on God's door and saying, Papa, you are owing me. <laughs> you are owing me some money. When did I owe you? That money that I gave to the guy by the traffic lights, no? You are owing. It's time to pay. I'm not looking. I'm not looking again. Yeah. Everything is a sin. Everything is a sin. Let your mind be on it. Throughout this conference, we are going to be talking about about seeds, 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 seeds. And I'm saying that you cannot behave as if it doesn't concern you, because whether you do what we are learning to do or not, you are still sowing a seed. That's that's the that's the fearful thing about the thing. Even if you say I won't do anything, you are still sowing a seed. You are disrespecting your mother. You are sowing a seed. You will give birth to a daughter. Remember, the seed is multiplied several times and give it back to you. So right now, when you talk one, you talk two. Your daughter will talk fifteen. Amazed, you you'll be asking yourself, where did I where did I get this daughter from? It's, 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 it's seed you sold when you were a small girl. <laughs> that's that's it has been taken and multiplied several times and given back to you. How many times I preached to you so far? Are you hearing what I'm telling you? So it's not you can you cannot you cannot um, be constant. Like you can't do like oh maybe seed time whatever it's not important. Even if you don't do. You are still sowing a seed, and you will get back what you didn't do. That's all. So, pass it down here. Open your, your, your ears. Open your heart. And learn the things we are about to learn. And then you challenge to do for life. Because, look, in the future, I am hoping I will get millionaires in this church. I said, I'm believing God to get millionaires in the church. It's not just me and Reverend Bismarck, we did become millionaires. So, do you become millionaires? Do you have millionaires? Oh, you don't know what I'm saying. Psalm 1 to 6, I think. Hallelujah. Are you learning something so far? I think so. So, Psalm 1 to 6, verse, verse 1. And, and New American Standard.
when the Lord turned again, when the Lord changes, you, you keep your New American Standard there. There's a, there's a portion I'm looking for in New American Standard. So let me read this one. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Maybe, maybe change to King James. Is this thing going to come? It won't come. After the break. When the Lord turned again at the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for thee. Verse 3 says, The Lord had done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Verse 4 says, Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Now, this is the part I'm looking for, 5 and 6 in the New American. But then Kijim says that they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Have you seen that scripture before? Or heard it before? Verse 6 says, He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. But change the verse 5 to New American Standard and let's see what, what it says. It says, Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouts. And verse 6 says, He who goes to and fro weeping, Carrying his bag of seed, a bag of seed, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again with a shout of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. I, I hear it says, He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed, shall indeed come again. How? With a shout of joy, bringing the sheaves there is like that. It's like that. You get it. Bringing his sheaves. With him, amen. So the, thing, the, the, the first thing that you have to understand about seed sowing is that all is that it comes with activity. Some of us we are lazy Christians. There is nothing, there is no a lazy Christian will not do well in God's kingdom. What I'm saying is making sense to you. Some of you, the reason you don't have a quiet time is because you are lazy. It's the first reason is laziness. Laziness. Laziness is what makes you sleep extra and not wake up early. There is there is no success for a believer. There is no success for any Christian in the kingdom of God who is lazy. Even the devil is very busy. You know, one day the sons of God came to God. To show themselves, and the Bible says that, and Satan was also with them. And God asked him, "What have you been up to?" He said, "Oh, I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy going to and fro." Yes. yes. But how can he achieve his purpose if he's not going to and fro? He has to go to somebody's house, give them malaria, move from there, and go to another person's house. Cause accidents, go to another person's house, cause fire, go to another person's house. You have to keep going around to achieve the aim. How will he achieve it? He has to be busy. The, the Satan is busy working hard. And you, the believer in the kingdom, you are lazy. The Bible says that it is the one who is going to and fro, carrying his bag of seed. He is the one who will also come back rejoicing. Am I, am I speaking to somebody? Strong Christian conference people, are you here in the church? Adele, we have to be busy going to and fro, working hard 
you come to the church, you don't join choir, you don't join dancing stars, you don't join film stars, you don't join ashes, you don't join anything. It's nothing. If you don't want to be to and fro, the church is quite. Am I saying something bad? time to have it well, it is to and fro. It is to and fro. You cannot be lying in your bed. You know, you know, the best way I have quiet time that it works for me is to sit down on a on a chair, on a table, like I'm in school. That's 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 the way that it works for me. I don't know how it works for how you to lie in the bed and hold the Bible like this. You're not serious. You know, so I, I can tell you that you are not really carrying any bags. You are not doing anything. You are lying down in your bed like this, holding a Bible in your hand like this. You say, I'm having quiet time. If you are having proper quiet time, you should get up. There's two and fro. You must get up from the, from the bed, go to where the Bible is, and carry it uh, to and fro to the table, uh, sit on a chair, table, put the Bible on the table. That is how you do it. That's, that shows that you are seriously sowing some seed. Am I saying something bad? No. Just do it a bit right now. I'm afraid that. You know, and, and, and every year, I would tell some people that, do you know what every year we come to this conference, I'm talking to you about, 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 the word of God and how important it is. Because I feel that the greatest seed a young person can sow into their lives is to get God's word into them. Paul said to Timothy, he says, that from a child, 2 Timothy 3, 16 or 1 Timothy 3, find it, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures and what has, it, what has it done for Timothy? By knowing the Holy Scripture, it has made you wise. In other words, even your wisdom in the future, how wise you will be, now that you are a child, how wise you will be in the future is dependent on how well you know the Scripture. That's it. That's And that for my child, thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. That's why every year we come here, my aim, and me and the people who are preaching, our aim is to see if we can inject into you another dose to cause you to, to be stirred up, to carry to and fro this word of God. And if, you see, if your love for God's word is not increasing every year we are coming for this conference, then I'm wasting my time. We should stop. We should stop the conference. Otherwise, we just be dancing and singing and sweating. And I am just wasting my time. Because my aim, my goal here is to is to make you is to make you get a certain taste for God's word. That makes you follow it and look for it and get it into you. Because the best seed, the best seed, what do you think Jesus came to do when he came to the earth? What did he come to do? Came to sow seeds of God's word. Went about preaching 
and teaching just went about spreading seed. That's why I can tell you that oh, I have so and so number of Bibles. I have so and so number of dictionaries. That's it. That's it. Because Joshua shows you that if you will make your way prosperous and have good success, that's it. That's, I'm saying that number one, number one, seed of Amen. I've that one down. I've written it down. See so many involved states. The highs are highs. Wow. It's going to rain. So those who have not come, what will happen? Rain will be them on their way. Mercy and grace. Are you, are you, are you here? That's number one. Sowing seeds involves what? Activity. It involves moving. Uh-huh. Moving. You can't lie in your bed and have fire time. You cannot. You cannot. See, don't go to the back, eh? Like all the emphasis in front here, if you fill them, before you go to the back, front is always better than back. Number two, bring me the scripture again. We are going to close very soon. King James. Um, New American Standard. He who goes to and fro. The second thing is that what it involves weeping. Eh? You don't like that one. How many of you like school? You like any likes? How many of you don't like school? Me included. I don't like it at all. At all, at all, at all. How many of you like school? There, there should be only a few hands up. I'm not expecting a lot of hands to be up. And people who wear glasses and things, they, they like school. This is how people wear glasses. They are they like how you don't like school. Okay, those all of us do all of us who don't like school stand up to your feet. Let me let me see. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, we are, we are in the majority now. This I, I see you. Yes, yes. You, you also don't like school, but these guys at the behind the keyboard they like school. Ah, uh, yeah, they look like people who like school. This type of people. Please sit down. Yeah. <laughs> it's not only me. But how many of you don't like school, but you are in school? And every morning you wake up and go. Look, there are some of you who are here. Every morning you cry before you go to school. True or not? Every morning. When they wake you up like this. Nothing has happened to you. Nothing has happened to you. I want to what? I want to sleep. As they are taking the clothes off to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I see there's a funeral happening in the house there. We don't like school. But, but, you see, you have to go to that school. Why? Because that going there is a season. And the Bible says that if, if you are crying while you are going to school, you are fulfilling scripture. It's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. 
anybody who is so seriously sowing seeds, crying is attached to it. <laughs> crying is attached to it. I want to sleep. <laughs> My son says, I want to sleep small. <laughs> I want to sleep small. That sleep is not enough. I want to sleep small. But we have to wake up and sow some seeds. Otherwise, otherwise, we cannot come back rejoicing. I hear when I'm preaching to you. Yeah. Memorizing scripture. Is it difficult or is it easy? Is it difficult or is it easy? Is it difficult or is it easy? It's difficult. It's difficult. Learning a song, is it easy or difficult? Praying, is it easy? In every church, the least attended church service is a prayer meeting. You come to church on a Sunday, eh? the whole room is full. But you come to prayer meeting on Friday, you will see only this place people have come. Because praying is seed sowing, and it comes with weeping. So you stand somewhere at some point, you can be praying now, so you even forget what you're You stand some corner and hold your waist. You're just looking around. It's like, when will they finish this prayer so that we can go home? Then you remember that it's breath. Yeah. I came from all night one day. I was standing by this wall here. I almost fell down. Yeah. I saw some people laughing at me. I said, no problem. You'll be laughing at me. <laughs> yeah. But, but you are feeling sleepy. You cannot stand. But the all night we must be there. Why? We are sowing a seed so that one day we can come back again. We can come back again with a shout of joy. When the prayer I was praying by the wall, the one I was falling down, is answered. You see, you'll be envious of me. You'll be envious of me. But you're forgetting the day I was standing by the wall and praying and almost fell asleep and almost fell down over there. Weeping. It comes with weeping. Boys and girls, men and women, if you are not willing to go through the weeping to sow the seeds you must sow, I am saying that even when you have sown nothing, even when you have done nothing, you have sown a seed and I promise you, you will reap the harvest. You will not be happy with what you have got. Yeah? How many songs have been to you so far? Yeah. When you go to school and people are doing fun things and you are start sitting by your book and studying, it's like a sort of type of weeping. You wish you were not doing that, you were doing what they were doing. But you see, those who are chatting and doing fun things are sowing seeds. Those of us who are also standing in the midst of mosquitoes are also doing seed sowing. One day we'll compare the harvest. And somebody will be coming with a shout of joy. Somebody he put his shot of joy at the beginning. You get it. And he, you, you come up with what? Weeping. When the results come, we will see. Those who are weeping, those who are shouting of joy. I you understand what I'm preaching to you so far? So, number two. First one is that sowing seed comes with activity. You must do something. You must move to do something to sow a seed. If it is school, you must get up from your house, sit in the car, go to the school. If it's working, you get up, walk to the school. It's, it's a type of activity. Quiet time should not be in your bed lying down. You must get up from the bed, 
put the Bible notebook on the table, sit on a chair, and do the quiet time. I'm not saying that you, I'm not preaching well today. But remember, Miss Mamma will come in the afternoon. Maybe he will do it better. Number two, weeping. Weeping. The reason why some people are not very good singers is because they will not, they will not learn the song. The weeping that comes with learning the song and sing over and over and over and over. That's why they are not very good. Some of you want to be a pianist. When you see the pianist sitting down there and pressing the thing, you, you wish that like some spirit will enter into you one day. You just then you can just play. Oh what? There's nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> no 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 no. Hey, hey, to be a play 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 play. So, yes, just play anything. Don't be silly. Play. We are, we are not here. Let your finger be moving on the thing so that they will be impressed. Yes. Have you seen what she's doing? Play, play. Hmm. Is it nice to you? How many wish how many wish you can do some what she's doing? Yes, even even close your eyes and play. Close your eyes and play. Close your eyes and play. Look at it. Play. How many you wish you can, you can close your eyes and play piano? Uh-huh. Is it not nice? Is it not nice? Yes. Do you know how to do what she's doing? It's by going to and fro, sowing with weeping, with weeping, with weeping. Many of us who are here are not pianists because Charlie, the weeping no. <laughs> Every Sunday music school, you must be there. Every Sunday music school, you must be there. Sometimes you go for the music school, you have not come because when you see how the weeping is going, every like I can't, I can't do this thing. You can't do the weeping. You can't do what she's doing. You cannot do it. How many times I'm preaching to you so far? Yeah. Yes. Then look at this. He who goes to and fro weeping, carrying his bag of seed. It is when you do to and fro weeping, carrying your bag of seed. Then you will come again. And the, that's the good news is that the weeping does not continue all the way to the harvest. At the harvest, what we get is shout of joy. I mean, what a shout of joy. Shout of joy. Yes. That's why we are here. That's why we are here. And you know something I want to tell you, Wayne? Why is a bag? It's because inside that bag, there are many different seeds. Even at the beginning, I, I showed you a number of seeds that and have. I showed the seed of the word of God, Joshua 1, when I was, I was showing you that one. I even showed you the seed of like, kindness, of giving to somebody. It's a seed. I showed you prayer. I just mentioned prayer. It's also a seed. There are different kinds of seeds. There's another seed, a seed of honor. You honor somebody. It's one of the things that, you see, because of the, because of the world has changed, the Western people have become less and less godly so now, now, when it comes to like your teacher, your teachers in church, and your pastors in church, the world has taught us before, some time ago, when somebody is a pastor, it's a very, the person is a very, you know, respectable person. Like sometimes in the village, there's only one pastor. There's some Catholic, Catholic priest who has been sent to the village. He's a priest. Everything spiritual, actually, we go and we call him. So we really respected pastors. And so, I don't know what has happened. <laughs> when they are talking about pastors, 
and saying past things about pastors. Christ, the Christians are also saying some. Am I saying something bad? It's a seed. It's called a seed of Anna. It's in that bag that we are carrying. That bag we are carrying, the bag of seeds, it contains different kinds of seeds. Let me, maybe let me just show you, then, then we'll call, we can go on break. Are you here? So are you ready to write, write now anything at all? What have you written now so far? So the main scripture for this conference is Psalm 126, 5 and 6. Write it down. That's what I was reading. Verse 5 says what? Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. Sowing comes with tears. Reaping comes with joyful shouting. Verse 6 says, He who goes to and fro, weeping, carrying his bag of seed. And I'm saying that there are different kinds of seeds in your bag. And as a believer, you must not be carrying only one seed, but a bag. A bag. A believer must have a bag with seeds in it. I you know what I'm saying so, so far? Yeah. And that person who goes about with that bag and sowing the seeds, weeping, that person also is the one who will come back with a shout of joy, rejoicing and bringing the sheaves with him. Are you in the church? So, write down this one. The mystery of the bag of seeds. Or what is what is what is what the bag of seeds is? The mystery of the bag of seeds. Or what is the bag of seeds? Some of them, some of them you may not understand it, but just write it down. Okay, it's good. Number one. The bag of seeds. Is a divine and eternal idea to create multiplication and abundance on the earth and in your life. The bag of seeds is a divine and eternal idea to create multiplication and abundance in the earth and in your life. Galatians 6, 7. Look at that scripture. Look at it. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows. Oh, King James. Always King James. Until I say otherwise. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. I, I hear I hear. So, what God, God is the one who, remember what I was reading in Genesis 8.22, God is the one who has, who has set, who has created seed time and harvest. Okay. So, the bag of seed is God's idea to multiply, to create multiplication. Hey, hey, what? The, you see, when God, in the beginning, okay, God created trees. All these trees with fruit in them already. But God didn't have to create trees every time. Like, so like, he created an apple tree. Okay. If he wanted more apple trees, he didn't have to come and create more apple trees every time he wanted one. What God did was that 
the first apple tree had on its fruit which had in its seed, which is the way God intended for that apple tree to multiply itself. You know, understand what I'm saying? It's English too much. Is it a, a, a bag of seed or a seed? It's the way God, when God wants to multiply, He gives seed. But inside a seed is its own ability to create multiplication. Like, like see, so the reason why I keep coming for Strong Christian Conference every year is because I consider myself a seed sower. And, and, and it's because, because the seed is powerful on its own. Like one seed like this, a seed is a miracle. Oh. A seed is a miracle. Inside one seed is a tree which has fruits, which has seeds in it, which themselves have a tree, which have fruits, which has seeds in it. So just one seed is a tree with fruits, with seeds, with tree, with fruit, with seeds, with tree, with continuously. So if you want to have many trees and fruits and trees and fruits, you need only one seed. Because that one seed inside it is the habit. So when God wanted to create multiplication, he created a seed. That's all you need. That's what I'm saying that day. That's what I'm saying that day. You must take the seeds you are sowing in your life very seriously because, because inside the seed you are sowing is the power to multiply for you what you like or what you don't like. I'm not preaching well. I'm not preaching well. <laughs> Respect a seed because it's God's idea. To multiply in your life, also, if you want to multiply something, it's a seed you must sow. It's a seed you must sow. Prayer is a seed you sow to multiply something. If you want more of the Holy Spirit, there are seeds you sow to multiply the Holy Spirit in, in your life. There are some seeds that you must sow to multiply the Holy Spirit in your life. Prayer is one of them, the study of God's word is one of them. Being around Holy Spirit people is also another one of them. They are all seeds. It, and it's all in the bag you are carrying. That bag that you are carrying. That, that's, that's what I'm saying that every Christian must have a bag with seeds in it. Number two, you are looking at me, I don't, I don't like it. Let me continue. <laughs> Life's provisions are made up of harvest sessions. Life's provisions are made up of harvest sessions which come after seed planting sessions. You just write it down and explain it to you. Life's... Niamh, why are you not writing? Ah, your house is just here. You could have gone long ago and come back. Now it's raining. How will you go? Ah, you have not tried. When the rain starts, go and bring it fast. Okay? Life's provisions, I hear, are made up of harvest sessions which come after seed planting sessions. Is the English making sense to you? It means that you will not have if at the time 
it was time for seed planting, you did not plant. You won't have. The thing, the thing that you want to have, the thing that you don't have right now, that you want to have, there is going to come a certain time called a seed, seed planting session where we will be planting the seeds so that a certain time will come called a harvest session. Then we will get what we are looking for. If that time comes and you don't plant the seed, when the time to have comes, you won't have. I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. Having quiet time or reading your Bible. It's seed planting, seed planting time right now to, to have your quiet time. You don't, don't get tired of us of hearing us say quiet time, quiet time. You, you hear, you see, are you here? Me, as I'm standing here right now. It's, I have been having quiet times. I, I learned what it was maybe in secondary school or something. Because the school I went to was a good school, you know, it's, a, it's one of the, you know how it is. We don't, we don't want to say it too much, you know, people are watching on Facebook and things, but it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah, I mean, the, the best school in the, in the country. The other people will see other things about that, but we, I'm here right now, I'm saying that. It's a very, yeah. And when I went to secondary school in, in, those, in, those, in those years, I, at some point, I even thought that, like the quiet, quiet time, it's a school, it's a school rule. Like the school, like the school authorities have made it a rule that if you are a student, you must have quiet time because a senior can meet you on the way and ask you whether you have had quiet time or not. And if your answer is no, you can get the punishment. Do you know punishment? Well, I'm telling you. So as, as, as I was wondering, ah, but quiet time is, is Christian, is my Christian, whatever it is. If I meet you a senior and I have not had quiet time, what has it got to do with you? Quiet time today, you can lose two things of sardines just because that morning you didn't have quiet time. So in the morning, in the morning, I, in my room, I remember in my room when we wake up in the morning after we have taken our bath and everything, everybody sits in their corner with their devotional. The room, the room is quiet for a certain period in the morning. Every morning, everybody has daily bread, daily guide. We are all in our corner having quiet. Because if you step out and you have not had a quiet time, you can meet some crazy guy out right in front of the door. He's looking for sardines. It's not quiet time. He's interested in no. He wants some sardines. So he will be looking at you. Uh, if he's, look, he's looking for some food, so so you have dressed well. So there's no problem with your dressing. Then there's nothing he can find which it can be a crime. Then you, aha. Uh-huh. You do quiet time. You know do. Washing. Washing means kneel down. So people come and see you with your hands raised up. I think you have done something wrong. What? What are you? You know, do quiet time. It's, it's a crime. So every first year, as if you're in first year, quiet time. You have better habits. It will save your life. <laughs> that's when I. That's where. That's why I learned it from. I have been having quiet time. You know, when I went to I, I went to SS one, 1996. 99. How many people were born? 1996. SS one. That's why. I have been, and, and then after I began to have it, I realized that it's actually very sweet. It's very sweet. I began to learn things about God. 
to know how God thinks, to know how God works, to know how God does his things. And I began to like it more and more and more and more and more. Are you surprised that after some years, I'm standing here, I'm holding a microphone, and I'm preaching to you the same, I'm preaching to you the same way. It's the seeds I have sown that from that time. It's what, you, you, you will not have quiet time. You will not have quiet time. I'm saying that you will not have something. Life provisions are seed time. Stop looking at the girl carrying a tray. You've not seen a girl carrying a tray before. I'm the one who is preaching. Girl who is carrying a tray, there are a lot of them in Ghana. Have you seen some before? If you want something, seed time will come. Harvest time will come. Then you have it. But if the seed time comes and you haven't planted, then you cannot get it. Is it making sense to you when I'm preaching to you so far? Is it making sense to you? There is something you are looking I'm saying that eh, me and Reverend Baseman, we don't we are not millionaires because we didn't plant the seed of being millionaires when we were uh, this thing. When the seed planting session came for those who wanted to be millionaires, we, we didn't plant. Or you, you planted. I don't know Reverend Baseman, I don't I know him for some time. I don't think that he has planted any millionaire seeds. Like by now we should be seeing some of the this thing. Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg was a billionaire when he was he was 19 years old or, or 18, 18 years old. He was also a small, small boy. He became a billionaire. Look, look at this, Reverend Miss Mark. <laughs> look at Reverend Miss Mark. He's not older than 19 years old. Look at him. Somebody, somebody was a billionaire, not million, or billion. Billion. Because the seed planting session came. What was he doing? I don't know what he was doing. Chaskele or, or something. <laughs> Number three. Look at this one. Giving money to the poor has a seed nature in it. Giving money to the poor has a seed nature in it. And it gives a habit of preservation. Giving money to the poor. I want you to write down the thing I'm saying. Write it down like that. Okay. Giving money to the poor has a seed nature in it. And it gives a harvest of preservation, health, long life, and deliverance from enemies. Just giving money to the poor, one seed. Look at the number of fruits you are getting. You are getting a harvest of preservation, of health, of long life, and of deliverance from enemy. Psalm 41. Psalm 41 verse 1. It says, Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Verse 2. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he shall be blessed upon the earth. And thou wilt not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. Only one seed of giving money to the poor, the Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. How do you want God to deliver in time of trouble? And then you must give money to some poor people when you see them. But I'm saying something bad. Yes. Yes. Look, many of us, we are, we are very, very, like, we are well-privileged, you know, when you say people don't, like, you, 
you are, your life is very good, though. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Eh? They're wearing glasses. These glasses that people wear, it's expensive, though. When you see them wearing the glasses, you want to see somebody wearing glasses, the person has money for them. Because one day my sister, my, my younger sister, she went, she, she, as she was growing up, she, she can't see, she can't see. So, they're going to buy this thing, glasses. They're going to buy a rim. She told me I should buy her rim. Her, the rim is this one. The outside part of the glass, not the glass inside. They sell only the outside. Those of you don't know. They sell only the outside part. Then you go and buy the glass also and come and put it inside it. So, he said, I should buy her a rim. I should buy her the outside part. And when they mention the price, ah. What? Only the room without the glasses is that, that amount of money. Is it, I think the room is more expensive than the glass inside, than not it? It depends on what kind of glass also you are putting inside. So you see all these room is money people wearing glasses. They have money. Check their pockets. You see that there's money inside. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying that then, you, the way you are, you see, compared to some other people, you are poor. But compared to many people, you are okay. And you and you can consider the poor. Um, I'm not saying the thing well. See, I'm not preaching well. I'm not eating salad. That's why. I'm not salad. But I understand what I'm preaching to you so far. Don't see. And, and who is the poor? I mean, poor. Somebody who, who needs. Somebody who has less than you have. That's why I'm saying that thing. If I take the one CD and I open the window and I pass it through the window to the guy who is knocking on the window, that one CD, it will not change my life, but it may change his life. And as I am giving the one CD to him to get some lunch to, to eat for that day, I am also doing this thing in Psalm 41. And look at what it brings to me. It brings to me deliverance from trouble. One day when you cry, oh Lord, help me. That God remembers that once you pass through the so when your father is looking straight, you give it through the window. But I know your father looks straight. A lot, look, yeah, a lot of ladies look straight. I have to remember this one. You don't want to feel guilty. So you don't look here or here. So you even try to like play some music. Yeah, and then look on your phone or something. Like somebody's texting you or whatever. You are just avoiding the, the people in the window. The two windows. The Lord will preserve him. And look at this one. And keep him alive. Who knew? Who knew that giving, giving small money to some poor person can make God keep you alive? He shall be blessed upon the earth. Only one seed. Look at it. And thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. Hmm. How you like seeing your bag of seeds? What is what it can do for you? Yeah. Number four. We are going on break very soon. Or, Uncle Sam, are we going on break very soon? Giving money and praying have a seed nature. So this the first one is giving money to the poor. This one, giving money like in church and adding prayer to it. It has a seed nature. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 6. Let's go there quickly. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. 
he saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him, saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms, arms like giving, okay, giving, are come up for a memorial before God. Verse 5 says, Now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodged with one Simon at whose house is by the seaside, shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Amen. So, this man was giving, he was praying, he was giving, and that combined seed of giving and praying also brought, also brought to him something. How many of you have an angel has visited you before? Only angel who is here has visited by an angel. The rest of us, how many of you, how many of you would like to see an angel? Yes. Me, if I see an angel one, I'll talk about it every year. Every year we come to something. I'll tell about. And that last time, you know, even the preacher doesn't concern angels. I'll do one, then I'll say, "Hey, and you see how that that time when the angel visited me, you know, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about, every year. I'll talk about it. You hear it, you be tired. Yes. But I also want an angel. And the Bible is showing us how the Cornelius get an angel visiting him because he was giving and he was praying. Like the combined seed of your bag of seed contains this seed of prayer and giving. Are you see what I'm showing you? I see what I'm showing you. Next one. Giving to evangelism has a seed in it. Giving to evangelism has a seed in it. Philippians 4, 15. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, ye sent once again unto my necessity. 17. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an order of, of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So, this is Paul talking to the Philippians about how when he was going to preach, they gave to him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And what happens at the end is in verse 19, when because they gave to him, he also says that his God will supply their needs according to riches in glory. So, you, you give a seat. So, when we are collecting uh, Ben MP, how many of you know what Ben MP is? Ben MP. Hey! Raise up your hand. Well, let me let me see. You've heard the name before, Ben MP. It's like somebody's name, Ben MP. The MP in charge of Ben. Ben MP. Ben constituency. <laughs> All right. So let me explain what it is to you, so that when you hear again in church, you too can you can enter it. Ben MP. Okay, refers to beautiful, exciting, nice, mood changing partner. So a Ben MP is somebody who has decided that. He is a partner who gives money to healing Jesus campaigns. Is it making sense to you? So, all you have to do is to say, I want to be a Ben MP. And then every month, you give. The, the contribution, minimum contribution for a Ben MP partner is 10 Ghana cities for the whole month. It's not very cheap. Some of you, your pocket money is, is 10 cities a, a month, a day. It's not a, a day. Small, small children, you are spending 10 cities a day. So by the time the month ends, in one month, you have spent 200 cities on this thing. 
fried rice and things that you have been buying in school. Some of you have been buying fried rice in school. It's not true. JSS uh, private school children eating fried rice. In school. When your parents used to eat gari and beans because it was cheap. Eh? You are buying beggars. You know beggars? Chicken and fries. Shawarma. That's what you are buying. When your father, who is giving you the money to buy those things, see, he, when he was in school, he used to eat Gary, Gary and beans. Is, Gary, is, Gary and beans is solid. It's a solid, solid lunch. I don't know what you are eating right now. It's rubbish. What you are eating is on Gary, Gary and beans. I mean, let's check the. Let's check the. You, you see the all the the six nutrients. What, what do they call it? Six food groups or six nutrients? Yeah, let's check. You see that they are all inside. They are all inside. And uh, the people said normally they are, they are Davis. I don't know why it is the it's Davis who sell Caribbean beans, aka Kobe. So, because you have uh, stop eating those things, eat Caribbean beans. But it's only that the only thing that the side effects you know, it can be disastrous. That's all. Like, even though the side effects in Kwan, they are like, it's a very powerful. But, I mean, imagine Charlie. If I say we have come up from break and half of the guys in the class have eaten gobet. I mean, and now some people add egg to it. Goodness gracious! Goodness gracious! And gobet and egg. Hey, Charlie. You know that you know that this type that doesn't make any sound. Those ones that don't make any sound, they are the most powerful and most potent. Ish. Ish. You know that about apart from that that side effects, Charlie, is very powerful. And you can save some of that money to say that I want to pay because why? Because the the evangelist is going to different places that we can't go. He's going, he's preaching the gospel, but the gospel costs money. Oh. I will not lie to you. Church work costs money. You know, when that's why when people are in, in town talking stupidity, don't don't join them and say something. Look at this room that we are in here. So, somebody, so, I was with somebody uh, two days ago. So he said, he said, Charlie, the light in your church, Charlie. Look, uh, light, light man, put all the lights on so that we can see the number of the lights in the room. All the lights. Look at the lights in the, in the room. Can you put the lights on? Oh, like all the the LEDs and everything. He's going to put them on. You see, all the lights. Look at, look at, look at this. Look at this. How many thousands of ministries do you think these lights, these lights cost? He's not put all of them on yet. Though. Moving heads. There's one called moving heads. Yes, because they move around, so they are called moving heads. I think how beautiful the, the room has become. How do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this. This is, this is thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of money. The, all these lights you are seeing here. Then when you put them on also, they use electricity, which is also hundreds and hundreds of money. 
You get so when somebody is in town and say that hey now these church pastors they are collecting the church members' money and this is you see you you don't don't add yourself to that nonsense. You get it? That's why the beginning I was telling you that you uh, you just have to have a mind of seed sowing and harvest. You you just so seed sowing and harvest. That's all. Yeah, so all the money that we have been giving the church offering that is making this light today, it's, it's a seed you have sown. It's in the seed that is in your bag of seeds that you have sown. And all you have to do after you have planted the seed is to expect the harvest. So if Ben MP also in the the healing Jesus crusades when they go, they go travel far away. They drive cars there, they drive trucks there, trucks with a lot of fuel when they go there. They have a crusade, it costs money to do all of those in the light they put on electricity they are using. So where would the money come from? It come from angels' pockets. Wow, you don't understand. Yes, it come from. If you stop eating the beggars and you eat gobe, you can save the money and then contribute. <laughs> and Paul is saying that because the Philippians, because the Philippians gave for him to preach the gospel, his God shall supply all their needs. Or you have needs. Oh, the harvest of planting towards the gospel is that God will supply all. You know, someone of these have learned recently. We 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 misapply a lot of scripture. A lot of scripture that we, a lot of the promises we claim, they are covenants. They come with something we are supposed to do. We don't do that one, then we claim the promise. Like this scripture, for example, that says that God shall supply my needs. He saying. He started saying it from some from verse fifteen, oh, that because you were you saw you gave to my my. Let's go there. What does he say? Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving by ye only. Next one, verse sixteen says, for even Thessalonica ye sent once and again, ye sent once and again for my necessity. Next verse seventeen. Now, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Because you are giving to my, my necessity, because I am going about preaching the gospel, you are giving to my need, that fruit will abound to your account. Then 18 says what? I have all, I don't need anything from you. Sacrifice that represents God. Then 19, he is saying that, ah, because of all the giving you are giving to me, my God, he, this is, Paul saying, Paul is saying, my, me, Paul, my God, shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ. Why? Because you gave for me to preach the gospel. You have claimed the 19, but 15 to 18, oh, found. How many of you so far? So from today onwards, eh, even small, 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 small boys and girls like us can become, is it a, is it a bad thing? We can be, we can be Ben MP partners. We will give what we can give. So that's when you add it all together, the evangelist can go to a look. He was going to Nangpandu. Some of the towns you can't even mention them. Nangpanduri, Bumpurungu, the Bumpurungu, Chepponi, huh? Nalerugu, Gushegu. If they show you where Gushegu is on the map, you yourself you understand what is going on. You get what I'm trying to say. And 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 if we want God to supply our need, what must we do? We give money for the gospel to be preached somewhere. Does it make sense to you? Yeah. This one too is in your bag of seeds. How many, how many have seen the seeds that you have in your bag? And they are all, you see, the thing I've noticed about them, 
lazy Christians want to sow only one seed and get the fruit, the harvest for everything. You are not serious. The fruit you want, it has a seed. If you won't plant it, you won't get that, that, that fruit. Forget about it. If you're, not, if you're not willing to plant the particular seed for that, you will not get it. Don't stop behaving. Well, too, too many lazy Christians today in the, in the system. Where are we? It's break time. Oh. Should we go? It's not yet break. Number six, giving money to a man of God has a seed nature in it. Giving money to a man of God. If I want to preach it later on in the conference, like well, do you get it? It's a good thing to, to, to learn and to practice. Giving money to a man of God has a seed nature in it. Galatians 6, 6. Look at it. It says, let him that is taught in the word Communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Seven says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Are you in a church? So the Bible is saying that if somebody is teaching you God's word, let, let me let, let's see what that go to the six New American Standard in six. What does it say? The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. Is it a good idea? Is the scripture saying saying it? So some of you, you have, you see, and it's also a type of seed. You see, every seed and what it brings. Remember what I was telling you. When you give to the poor, you get you are kept alive, you are preserved, you are safe from your enemies, trouble, whatever it is. But it doesn't. It doesn't bring. Uh, uh, supply all your need according to riches. To get all your needs supplied according to riches, you have to give to the gospel. So now, this one to the 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 sowing given to a man of God also has what it brings to you, and 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 you may get everything else that other seeds give, but you will not get what this one gives. So you may, your life may be almost complete because you have all the other things or all the other things give, except this one. There is one of the one of the results of this one is that you will also receive honor. You know something? There's nothing more painful than to be an honorable person who is dishonest, like you are disrespected. When I was here in Kumas, when I was in tech, I was at tech. And I was about to finish school in 2004. Then I heard, by that, by that time, you know, uh, Asada House, Kesben, they call him Kesben. You've heard the, the, the name before, Kesben. Kesben, he was rich. He was rich already at that time when I was, when I was finishing school. Yeah, he had all these, he had Asada House, he built Asada House. Asada House was built when I was here in 2000. In 2000, when I was in, I was at Tech. He had already built that building in there. He had this Kesben driving school. He had a travel and tour agency. He had, he had a lot of different, different businesses. In the year I was finishing school, that was when he was coming to tech to come and get a degree. And I realized that, look, the man does not need a degree to get money. But he needs the degree to be respected. Yeah, because at some point, at some point, it's going to come when you're going to be dealing with people like, ah, this illiterate man, you'll be behaving as if you're not educated. And so, because there's, there's something that is painful about a person who should be honest, a person who has everything, who should, who should bring him honor. 
but people are disrespecting the person. And if it happens to you, you understand what I'm, what I'm saying. So I'm saying that the scripture is teaching us that to, to give, to give to a man of God. And, and I don't know, I don't know whether you do understand what I mean by man of God. Why are you looking at my face? Do you know what man of God is? A man of God. Is what? Is who? A man of God is a person who worships God. Uh, well, it's true or it's not true? Who's the one who worships God? Is a man of God or? Or? Ah, well, I don't agree with a man or what I, what I say. <laughs> a man of God. I'll give you an example. Your pastor is a man of God. Eh? Your safe teacher who is preaching to you is a man or a woman of God. What does it make sense? So, Bishop Daddy Ward Mills is a man of God. Do you know that? Do you know that? For those of us who are in True Cathedral, Archbishop Patrick Bruce is a man of God. Is it making sense to you? Those of us who are coming from Asuka, um, Bishop Charles Amu is a man of God. Okay? All the pastors, Reverend this, Reverend that, Lady Pastor this, Lady Pastor that, they are all men and women of God. Is it making sense to you? Is it making sense to you? So when you come from Bishop, you come to Reverend and Pastors, then you now come to the safe teacher who is the uncle, uncle this, auntie this, eh? All the uncles and aunties who are in the state, they are all men and women of God. And, and the Bible is saying that the person who is teaching you, that's the man of God. The person who is teaching you the word of God. Teaching you the word. Verse, where is it? Where is it? Verse 6. The one who is taught the word is to share all good things with the one who teaches him. So when it's Reverend Bismarck's birthday, those of you who are in his church, you know, that he is teaching to you, teaching you, know, you must give him, give, give to him. Why? Because he needs your money to eat food. No. 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 It's because it's a type of seed in your bag of seeds. And that seed, it has also its own harvest it brings, which you will not get if you don't sow that seed. I don't think I'm preaching that thing well. Yeah. And no, I'm talking to you about this. I will talk about this later on. It's because it is a very important... You see, I, I heard somebody preaching about this thing, you know. And the part of the thing that scares me is that it's not the honoring... It's not the this. It's not the the not honoring. But it's the dishonoring part. It's like the, the the evil that can come to you when somebody teaches you the uh, teaches you the word, and instead of sharing with him the good things, you turn around and even dishonor the person. The bad things that can happen to you is and I tell something. You are young people, eh? We are sowing seeds. It is good for me to sow inside you this very important seed, so that later on, look. Joshua was walking with Moses. But he was not the only one who was close to him. Moses had, even, even Aaron and Moses' sister Miriam, Miriam, they were there. Then Moses had some other 70 elders who also he worked with. But you know, I was reading something recently. There was a day when, <laughs> there was a day when God told Moses to bring the 70 elders because Moses used to go to the mountain to go and, to go and be with God and then he would come back. Go and be with God, and then he will come. And one day, God told Moses to bring the seventy elders to the mountain. You get it? But I, I noticed something. 
God told him that, you see, this, this, this is the mountain. You climb the mountain to the top. Then he told the 70 elders to stand at the distance from the mountain. And then Moses was going up. But you know, guess who went with him? Joshua. Joshua was not the prophet, wasn't the priest. Was the, Joshua was the one who was easily going near the mountain, going up the mountain with. The 70 elders who were other, other pastors and whatever, they so stand far away from the battle. And you see a certain kind of honor that Joshua would have in relating with Moses. It will bring him to a certain place. I don't know, I'm saying something bad or if you will not honor the person, don't disrespect the person. But that one is called dishonor. And that one, it comes with consequences. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I want to preach it to young people to understand that there is a place where the person who teaches you God's word must be lifted high up and regarded as somebody high. Not because of who he is as a human being, because of who God has made him to you. It's important. It's important. It's, are you, what I'm saying is making sense to you. If, if I am come. If this girl, I teach her the word of God, and then one day something comes up, and I'm talking to her, and as I'm still talking, she walks away from me. You know, some of you do it. Some of you say, I'm annoyed. You say, you're annoyed. Something, something, something. So the, the, the same teacher who teaches you is talking to you. And then you just walk. You are, like, you are so angry. You are, you are walking away is dishonor. So you are... You have not given to the man of God who is teaching you. The Bible says you share your things. You haven't done that one. We're not annoyed. Then on top, you have you have now moved from see there's honor, not honoring, and dishonoring. You have moved from not honoring to going to dishonoring, and the dishonoring that brings something different. That that brings you to a place that I am afraid for you. I'm not saying you. It was me and me and you, we are fine. But if you walk out, I'll slap you. That's, I'm not afraid of you. I know uh, your mother and your father. You cannot you, you can report to them, crap. They will not do anything. Yes, no, if you do that, I'll just slap you. Come here. Foolish guy. Man. I'm talking to you, I'm walking away. So, no. <laughs> How do you understand what I'm preaching to you so far? So later we'll talk about it. We have to go on break. We'll talk about it, about it later. How we must, we must take it. It's a seed. 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 It's, it is my sister's birthday. I have, I have organized, a, I have baked a cake. Even you can even bake a cake that doesn't taste nice, but you have baked a cake and brought it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that one too, it's, the Bible says that he who gives to a prophet, that was it, receives a prophet's reward. And the one who gives to an, uh, what? The other one is what? Oh, you don't know the scripture? Righteous man. Will also get what? Righteous man. So, is it that, why does it, the Bible doesn't say anything that is not, that is not necessary. Like, he will say, give to a prophet, and then give to a righteous man. Because there's a, because there's a difference between a prophet and a righteous man. That's why. And the righteous man's reward is different, I think it is different from a prophet's reward. 
In other words, when a prophet comes into your life, what will happen is different from when a righteous man also comes to your life, what will happen? Yeah, because in the Bible, there was a certain uh, uh, prophet who used to walk about, walk up and down beside a certain woman's house. And one day the woman saw, the woman saw that every day the prophet comes and passes, then he will pass. Passes, then he will pass. So the husband alone. I've been watching this prophet go up and down, go up and down, up and down. I think we should give him a, a room in our house. So when he's going on his way, he can rest here. We made a small room, small circle contained, put a bed there, put a table, put a table. So the prophet said, you can come and stay in my house. When the prophet comes to your house, he comes to the presence of God. He comes with miracles. Was not that, that woman that didn't have a child? And then the prophet, a year by this time, you have a child. Then that same child that was given birth to one day, the child was the father. I said, my head, my head, the child died. The prophet, because the prophet was staying in the house. Oh, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. A prophet reward. The prophet comes to your life. If you give to a prophet, what a prophet comes with. So when you hear that, you say, oh, it's, uh, it's a prophet, Galatians 6 says, we are giving. We are all giving. I'm sure you announced it in church that we are giving offerings to the prophet, Galatians 6 says, what do we call it? Anna, your prophet. Tell him, give some and, and believe God that this my seed in my bag I am taking out and giving. No, it will bring to me of a certain prophet's reward. I'm not preaching anything well. Tell young people, <laughs> we are the ones who need to plant a seed. So, because we are, we are, we are at the beginning. We need to plant the seeds right now, so our future, our future can be brighter. You can be million. Not me and Reverend uh, Basman that we are not millionaires. I mean, what do we be millionaires? Million, or even billionaires? Are you afraid? You don't like money? Sure. Yeah. You know what money can do? There are a lot of things. <laughs> Put your hand down. May you become millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. 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 Take the seat. The seat. That, 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 it's a bag we are. It's a bag that we have. We are hanging around us like that. And inside the bag, we have different kinds of seeds. Depending on what we are looking for, we take and we plant. That's it. Next one, and then we, are, we can make some progress. So I'm describing what is, what is in the bag. Or what the, kind of, the kinds of seeds that you have. Giving money to Christians has a seed nature. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, Second Corinthians 9.10. Both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown. And increase the fruits of your righteousness. Hallelujah. So when you give so, so it's like there's a difference between when you give a seed to a Christian brother, when you give a seed to a non-Christian brother. When you give a seed to a Christian, it also has it has a certain when you give, it also has a certain seed in the Chinese. Are, are you in a church? Are you in a church? Are you in a church? Yes. So what is someone is sitting by you in church and needs money to go and buy water to drink. Give the person. Give the person. Because he's a Christian, he's a good person to give money to. It's a type of seed you are sowing. I'm not saying the thing well. Are, are you hear what I'm telling you? Are you in the church? Here, are you in the church? Next one. 
bride, bride has a seed nature in it, and the harvest is a fall. That one is not in our bag of seeds. It's not, it's not one of the bag, one of the things in the bag. You don't like that one. <laughs> Proverbs 16, 18. Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. So if you want to fall, the seed you must sow is pride. That's all. If you fall right now, no, that's you, if your aim is to fall, you just plant pride. Young people, don't be proud though. I hear what I'm telling you. I hear what I'm telling you. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Don't be proud. Don't be arrogant. Don't make yourself too high. Too high. You know, I have a, I have a small children's choir called the Olives. One of the things that I like about the Olives in my, in, in my church is that when you come for an Olives meeting, whether it's a rehearsal or it's a camp, you can't see whose father is rich and whose father is poor. It's not, it doesn't show there. You can't see it there. They are all dirty, the same. When you come in, <laughs> you see them. If they are lying on the floor, they are all lying on the floor. They are all dirty. They are all... If they are eating rice and stew, nothing yet there. They are all... You know how sometimes you can eat something like, mm, 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 mm. No, I have not seen... They don't be like that. They, they are all eating it. If they are cockroaches inside it, so we are all eating it. You can't tell... Unless I tell you this person is father is this, this person is father, you cannot know who what who, who is. And I and for me, every time I see them, it ministers to my spirit. It makes me I, I learn something about about those guys. Yeah. Just a place where everybody is the same. That's how it must be. That's how it must be. Because when you are proud. The fruit is that you will fall. God, why do you fall? Because God resists. God pushes away proud people. God pushes. Can you imagine God pushing you? When, when, when Lucifer rose against God in heaven, do you know that God didn't fight Lucifer? It was Michael. Yes, it was. The battle was between angels and angels. It was God was not involved in it. He was just he just and I was just he was just watching them because. Lucifer's T-Pain is not God. The Nigerian movies you have been watching have been deceiving you. Lucifer is T-Pain in Yankopo. You know, have you, have, you, have you watched a movie where somebody does something like this? Somebody cannot breathe. Have you seen something before? It's like there is a person doing... <laughs> that's, that's how it is. God who made the angel, if the angel gets up to do something, he'll just... That now look at you now. You see you now. Yeah. So they're not co-equals. So imagine that you, God takes his hand and he pushes you away from him. Can you imagine where you can you imagine where you land? You some planet, some galaxy far away somewhere. What if God even does this? If he does This one, where, where that, where this flick, flick will take you to, let alone resisting you, pushing you away, and that's what happens to a proud person. I hear what I'm telling you. Jesus Christ was our perfect example. One of the things Jesus Christ came to show us, eh? they called, we called him 
Gentle Jesus, make a mother. Is that not a song? Do you know the remaining? I don't know that. This is the only part I know. What's the continuation? Look, look, look upon your little child. Eh? Pity my. Look at, look at the song given that they are singing. Pity my sin. Is there no keyboard in the church? Keyboard is in the church. Let's start again from the beginning. Gentle Jesus, meek and mild, look upon my, your little child, pity my simplicity, suffer me to come to thee. Ah, meek and mild, he himself is meek and mild. Look, look upon your little child. Pity my simplicity, suffer me to come to thee. The only state you should be in when you come to God is simplicity. No pride, humility, meekness. But you know the thing I've learned about this world, eh? It is not those who have who are proud, it is those who don't have. That's the thing that that's one of the mysteries of life. I don't understand it. Poor people. Poor has nothing, is nothing, nothing. Proud. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Like I think about it and I stop thinking about it. Yeah. Because because I too. In my in my in my time around, I have seen people have. Look, I was in secondary school. Eh? What a, I I was in I was in school with people whose fathers were people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I was in school with people whose fathers were people. Look, years down the line, eh? something on our old school page. If somebody will go and bring some old picture, come and post in a tally. The trousers we were all wearing in those days. You see the trousers band that they are tally. That then we have won our belt with goddess. <laughs> hey! Uh, look at this, this guy. This guy is part of this. There was a guy. There was a guy who was in school. Was in school. Somebody showed me. It was a day student. Sneakers. See those these things that you are doing. He used to wear a different sneaker every day. Every day. Fila, Reebok, Adidas. Jordan every day, like if you want to see a different kind of sneaker, every you go to you go home, you used to go home and come. There was a day student. Every somebody told me one, I, you know, I used to see him. He was a day student. Uh, I think they would finish the school. I used to see him, you know, for some very quiet guy. Somebody told me, look, have you noticed this guy? Every day he was a different sneaker. So I started to look at the guy's feet. Every day, different one, different one all the time. People, Charlie. When we are hungry, we are all hungry, we are all just in the school. You see some, bad, some guy whose father is CEO or something. He has come to me to co- come and borrow Gary. And I say, we are all the same now. <laughs> we are all the same now. That's the way to live. That's the way to live. Poor people who are proud. I don't know where it comes from. But suffer me to come to you. Suffer me. I was like, God lifts up, up the humble. He lifts you up like this. If you are too humble, you just bring it up. Am I saying something bad? Because hmm. I mean, you say what? Break time is what time? 12.30. Okay, so a few more minutes. 
It's almost finished. Battles and fights have ceased in them, and the harvest is new territories taken. You know, battles and fights. I don't think I'm preaching well this time. But Reverend, I have Reverend, Reverend Vince Market. And then tomorrow, Reverend E.K. is going to be around. So, I mean, if I don't preach well, they will come and, come and fix it. They will, that's why I always bring them, so that if it doesn't work, they will, they will just come and fix it. What do you think? Hmm. If you are a Christian, I hear, if you are a Christian, I have news for you. I have news for you. I have news for you. And the news is that you must learn to be a fighter. Yeah. If somebody promised you that when you become a Christian, all your fights and battles in life will stop, the person lies to you. It's, it's telling you to lies. Yeah. Battles. Battles with demons. <laughs> they don't leave you alone just because you're a child. Though. It's just the way it is. Demons, sicknesses that keep coming won't go away. You must, it must be. And, and I'm saying that when you when you fight those battles, you are planting the seeds for territories. I'm not saying it well. Look at look at the scripture that I, I heard somebody say. Job seven one. This Job. Job. Check and see. No, not Job. I'll find it. Change. Do you have uh, there's, a, there's a version called Dewey Rhymes, isn't it? DRA or DRV. They usually write that DRA. You don't have it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me look for it. I'm saying you should have a lot of Bibles. Look at this scripture. It doesn't say it in the other translation like this particular one. This one is not, it's not, it's nowhere near what I'm about to read to you. Look, look at this. Says, this King James says, Is there not an appointed time to man upon earth? Are not his days also like the days of an highling? Job 7 1 in the Dewey Rhymes. There's a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a Bible translation called Dewey. Are you, are you interested in what I'm saying? Dewey Rhymes. Yes, Dewey Rhymes. It says, the life of man upon earth is a warfare. And his days are like the days of a hireling. That's not what King James says. The days, the life of man upon the earth is what? It's a warfare. It don't, of, of a man, no. So Paul told Timothy, Christian boys and girls, fight. <laughs> fighting, no, I'm not saying fighting in church with, with your, <laughs> or fighting in school. <laughs> that, that's why Paul added good. The fight must be a good fight. You can't just be fighting nonsense fights. You have come from school, you have broken your nose, 
and it's bleeding. So when we went to the conference, the pastor said that we should fight. <laughs> so since then, Charlie, small no, <laughs> it will be a fight right now. Don't be silly. Fight a good fight. Next one, number ten. Giving Anna has a seed nature in it, and the harvest is survival. Giving Anna, giving Anna. When you Anna, when you Anna, that honoring is a seed, and the harvest you get back from it is survival. Ephesians chapter six, verse two says, "Anna, thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise." That it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. That's survival. Your life on the earth will be long if you honor your father and mother. If you honor, generally, I mean, just honor. Anybody who is deserving of honor, honor the person. That's what will happen to you. Your life will not be cut short. Hey, I'm going to you so far. Are you here? Yeah, it's a seed. It's also a seed in your bag. Honor. To honor means. To respect, to hold in high esteem. I hear I'm telling you, again, it comes to your parents. Some of you don't respect your parents at all. Your father can be a drunkard. It doesn't matter. Your father is deserving of your honor. Respect the person. Hold the person in high esteem. Is it making sense to you? Is it making sense to you? I'm preaching to you. You know why? Because some of you, your mother tell you bad about your, about your father. It's your mother who is spoiling your mind about your father. Don't listen to that one. Listen to the word of God. The word of God. He didn't take care of you. He left you. You never know what else. No, that's not. That's not. It's not scripture. We are following scripture. It says to honor, so that even if it's a drunkard, so that my days on earth will be long, and it will be well with me. You, as a child, must learn it. How does it make sense to you? Yes. Yes. One day. One day. From years ago. My my mom and my dad they were. You know how it is when people marry. It, all these kind of things that happen. So, I was walking <laughs> on the roads one day. Then one of the one of my mother's church elders called me. He had, she had a, a shop by the road. Hey, come, I should come. Yeah, I sat down. I said, so, you know what's going on, your mother, your father. You have to talk to your father. See, I, I was not in lighthouse. I had not learned any of this. But as I sat down, as I was hearing what he was telling me. I was answering back to him in my head. Me. I should go and talk to my father. I should stop what he's doing. So that when I'm going to school, when I'm ready to go to school, when the term begins and I'm ready to go to school, who will buy my provisions and pay my fees? I said, okay, yeah, I hear you. Thank you very much, sir. God bless you. I, I discarded what he was saying. You know my business. My business. Some of you, that's what it's like. Hey, daddy, what you are doing is not hey, sister, <laughs> sister, sister. Do you want to live long? <laughs> do you want it to be well with you? No, Anna. When it's your father's birthday, send him a text message. He can. He could have left you long ago, but if you have his phone number, what do you do? Send a text message. Says, Happy birthday, daddy. God bless you. For nothing at all. For making you exist. You know that he made you exist. He made you exist. You can you have a mouth to talk nonsense. Your mouth even works. Your mouth even works. He, he, he made you exist. And then your mouth works. Because somebody's mouth doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? But you, your mouth works. 
And what I'm saying is not, you're not understand what I'm saying. So Anna is a seed. It has inside it a seed. That's one. You see, I'm saying that every one of the seeds in our bag has a different kind of harvest it brings. That's why all the seeds are important to know about. Is it making sense to you? And then the last, the last few. Let me see two or something. Where are we now? Number what? Eleven. Presumption is a seed. Presumption is a seed. And the harvest is that you lose access. You just write it down. You don't understand it. Write it down. Presumption. P-R-E-S-U-M-P-T-I-O-N. We are going on break in the next few minutes. Okay. P-R-E-S-U-M-P-T-I-O-N. It's a word. It's an English word. Presumption. What does it mean? Who knows what it means? David, can you find a meaning? Do you have internet? My dictionary here says a behavior that is perceived as arrogant, disrespectful, and transgressing the limit of what is permitted or appropriate. Behavior that is perceived as arrogant, disrespectful, and transgressing the limits of what is permitted as what is permitted or appropriate. So, to be disrespectful and and arrogant is also a seed. And the harvest is that you lose that. For example, I have I have some people who are here who are my friends. They are you are friends. I mean, I'm 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 Reverend Williams. I'm not it. And I told you that I I went to secondary school. I went to SHS one in 1996. When I asked how many were born, you were all not born. Not it. So we have agreed that me and Reverend William and then you you are. So if I have if if you are my friend, that I my friend is Reverend Bisman. That's okay, that's okay, because like we are like yeah, here we are. But if you are my friend, if you are my friend, it's not you that should be my friend. Oh, it's not making sense to you. I hear what I'm, what I'm bringing to you so far. My friend is like him, not like you. You your friend is like this one. Is it making sense? So if you are my friend. And the way me and him talk, and the things we talk about, and the way we are joking and laughing, and we are happy together, is how me and you talk and how we are all laughing together. What it is, is that I have given you a certain privilege to be my friend like how me and him are. You must feel especially grateful that I am even doing with you like I'm doing with him. Am I preaching what I'm preaching well? I'm preaching what I'm preaching well. So if you disrespect me, then what will happen is that I will cut the access. Uh, what I'm preaching is not a good preacher. Some years ago, in 2012, I, I, I was somewhere, and then Bishop Oku texted me and told me that he was going to South Africa to go and preach a camp, and that but I asked whether I will come. If you were, you want to answer, will you give? Of course. So I went. went there. And usually when Mr. Oko is going to, uh, there are people who come from, with him, like, you know, Kodeshi Bo, there are a number of people following him. But this year, that year, that was the last camp he traveled to go and have outside. And after that one, he didn't travel again to have any camp. Last camp that he was going to have, South Africa. 
And when I go to the airport, I was expecting to have a lot of people with him, but it was only me. Can you imagine how I was feeling? Feeling good. Just me and him. So, we arrived. And we were staying in the same house. Normally, the man of God will be in a hotel somewhere, and then they will take you, who are the addition, who they didn't invite. Because they didn't invite you, they invited him. You, they will take you somewhere. You go and pay somewhere. Then after that, when it is time for church, you come and meet in church. I don't know how normally it is. But the house they took me to go to was a house I also, I, they took me to the same house. We're staying in the same house. So we will go here. He said, be sitting, he was lying on the sofa here. I was sitting down here. Then he'll be talking to me. And I'll be talking. Then we'll be talking. I was feeling very good. But you see, in all the time I was in the, in the house there, I kept reminding myself, don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. You have to remind yourself. You have to remind yourself. Don't. The fact that you are here, he's here. You know, they bring the food. When they bring the food, me and him are sitting down. They, they have this. They have this kitchen counter. Like some of these houses, they have a kitchen and there's a counter. The food is where I sit. We just we are just talking. We are eating. I have to tell myself, don't misbehave. Don't misbehave. Don't, this man is not your tipping. You know, he's not tipping. He's not your tipping. Don't misbehave. I was with him two weeks. Two weeks when we were there together. Two come preaching to two weeks. If I had said one wrong thing or done one wrong thing, then that would be like that would be the disconnect. So today, he will text me and I will text him. He will text me and I will text him. Last year, on my birthday, I was, I was at home and I saw it. I saw a phone call. I was like, hey. Very nice. So, that, that access you have to somebody great, it is because of the honor you are giving the person. And if you become presumptuous, which is to, which is like the opposite of honoring the person, you become disrespectful, become arrogant, to behave as if, like that opportunity you have, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you have had anyway. Then what happens is that you lose the connection. They cut it. That's it. But then I'll say something here. When you hear that, they say that life is about who you know, who knows you. It's very true. You can pass all the exams, but it will not go anywhere if somebody doesn't know you or you don't know somebody. You know, this, this year, my people were going to university. One of, my, one of my girls, when the results came, it was not good at all. So, I said, oh, don't worry. I know somebody at UDS. You go to the school. No problem. He said the cutoff of, the cutoff is 12. She got 20 something. I said, forget. It doesn't even matter. I called my guy. I said, hey, my girl B is coming to your school. Okay? So, no problem. So, no, 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 no. How far, how far? I told the girl, look, Relax. I know somebody who also knows me. Don't worry. She's in the school, cruising in the school, very happy, whatever I said. Something like the cut-off was 12, she got 20-something. She's in the school. She's there happily with all the poor and 9, 10, 11, 12. She's there because of food. That at, at some point, that's what matters. How further you will go in life depend, will depend on who knows you and who you know and who knows you. And that's comes by privilege. That that also comes by the seed of honor you are sowing. So when you know somebody, somebody is like you are somebody is, is great, great opportunity. 
Don't be disrespectful. Don't be arrogant. Don't be. Am I saying something good or the way the room is quiet? Don't be disrespectful. You know, I heard Bishop Dag say that uh, his son, who is in the first love center with him, his son, his, his, until he began to see him, you see, like he said, he's my son, I give birth to him. But he's not a, when it comes to the ministry and what we are doing, he's not my son yet. He, it was only my son at a certain point where the way his son was seeing him was not daddy, daddy. When he began to see him as prophet or bishop, or like, like a man of God that is special and not. Yes, that's when the, the, the relationship between them changed. And that's when it brings you into a place of something. Anna, presumption. So on this one side is honoring the person, respecting the person's heart. So you, you don't, you don't, you don't, your, your teacher, you know, I have heard people, grown-ups who, who have been telling stories of how this, my son is school teacher, taught me this, and that's why I am who I am today. So my son teacher taught me this, and that's why I am who I am today. That's, that happens in the future. But I'm saying that we have to learn how to see that person in front of you as a special person before you grow up and come and say, because you know what, what happens is that then, sometimes by the time you're realizing who the person has been to you, your opportunity to honor the person is gone. Because the person may have even died. Or it's even far away, you can't you don't know what to do. So now your eyes are open to see that ah, this person was a great person to me. But what can you do now? You can't do. So now that the person is right in front of you, learn how to recognize that, look, this is my safe teacher, or this is my person who is teaching me, or this is my person who is, who is leading. Uh, many of you who come here for this conference, eh, it is your teachers who take their pocket money, put you in a bus, pay for it, buy lunch and add and bring you here. That person is your hero. That person is your hero, and you must honor them. Am I saying something bad? I don't know whether I'm good or whatever. That, that person is your hero. You must you, you must appreciate the person. Whatever it is that that is appreciation or honor, and don't be presumptuous or don't be disrespectful. Don't don't take the for granted. <laughs> I don't know what English I should say again to make it. What does this make sense to you? Yeah, if you see that if you are you are an olive, you are in this olive way. Me, I'm I'm I am a I am a special person to you. If you don't, it's not because Uncle Sam is now the one doing the choir. I don't come there, so like I'm, don't be silly. <laughs> don't be silly. I am special to you. If you are not you are in that choir, I'm special to you, and you must not disrespect me. You want to make sense to you? Maybe it's a better example. Now I'm saying the thing clearly. Don't disrespect me. If you are in J Church, you are in J Church in this church. So Uncle Sam is now our pastor. So some of you have seen you. Sometimes you, you walk past and you don't greet. You don't greet. <laughs> you are passing by me. You don't greet J Church people in True by Cathedral. You pass. You don't greet. When I used to be in the church, in J church, it's like, I'm not going to say, I'm not Uncle Sammy, so me. You don't greet me. Now, now, nowadays, I have to be begging people. Tell you what, I have not seen in a long time. When you come to church, come to my office and come and say hi. Look, I'm begging you. I'm now begging the J church people that tell you, when you come to the church, you come, I, I want to just see you. <laughs> you are forgotten. You are forgotten. 
One day you'll be sitting down somewhere and say, hey, if it's not Reverend, Reverend William, you see, you see you now? You see you now? And maybe I'll not be there by that time. So, presumption, Anna is a seed. Presumption is also a seed. Disrespect the person, and the, the harvest you get is that you get disconnected. You lose access to that great person. Are you easily making sense to you? Last one, number 12, and then we have to Ish. I mean, it's one So that's the last, the last one. The last, the last one. I didn't, I, I didn't finish writing this, so I don't remember what this is. <laughs> so the last thing I want to say, and then we are closing, is this. One of the reasons why seed sowing is not attractive, okay, and that's I'm, I'm finishing, is because a seed has to go through three stages for it to be fruitful. Number one, the seed has to fall down to the ground. It means that the seed has to disappear. When you when you give, for example, like I was saying about uh, giving to the poor, like opening the, your father's window and giving to the poor. When you give that money, nothing happens. Rather, what appear, what you think, what what appears to have happened is that you have lost fifty pesos. That's the seed falling to the ground and dying. It falls to the ground. And it disappears out of you. So your, your seed, when you plant it, it goes away. It goes into the ground. You don't see it again. If you didn't plant it, you have it in your hand. You see it every day. My, my mango seed or my corn seed or whatever it is, you have it in your hand. But the moment you decide to sow your seed, it vanishes. It's, it, is, it is normal. It's normal for the seed to vanish like that. And then, so it falls to the ground and then it disappears. Then number two, it dies. And then the third, the third, then it now comes up. So, but that's not the reason why. So, the, the first two stages is it can make you feel that look, let me just eat this seed and be happy. But what I'm saying is that, and, I, and I'm closing from the beginning, is that if you don't participate in the seed planting at the time of the seed planting, then at the time of harvesting, forget about it. I'm having quiet time. I'm having quiet time. Sometimes you have a, how many of you have had a quiet time before? It didn't make any sense, including me. <laughs> quiet time doesn't always make sense, though. No, it doesn't always make sense. That's why. That's why. That's why last year I was saying that day. Just have quiet time from one verse, so that you don't have a lot of stress. Me, I have had quiet time. I have been having quiet time from some some uh, some some passage in the Bible in the whole of April. I said from the beginning of April. Today is what day in April. I went back to that situation to just look at it. And, and, and every time I look at it, it's like, you know how you, like how if you are holding something and you turn it around, turn it around, you'll be seeing different aspects of the thing that you were not seeing before. That's what I do to the fire time. Because it doesn't always make sense the first time. But that's how it is. That with every seed, you do the thing, it vanishes. 
You don't, you don't see what you have done. But wait. But wait. Falls to the ground, dies. First two steps, not pleasant. But after a while, he will come up. And that's when the shout of joy, shout of joy. You don't, no, nobody puts a seat like and go and dig it every day. Go and dig it every day. That's, that's stupidity. It won't even grow. <laughs> You put it in the ground. You go to you go to the place where you planted it and see what actually is. This, is it growing? Then you dig. Then you look at it. Then ah, it's not. It's not growing. You put it back inside again. They come and say, oh, "What is that? You don't be allowing the seed to, to like you know no, no. Accept that the seeds we plant, it goes down into the ground, vanishes out of view. It will die also. You see, the die creates a certain feeling of hopelessness. It's like this my seed I planted to burn MP for the crusade. No, where will I get there? Supply all my needs. Just wait for it. Just wait. It's, it's a normal step. Do normal steps. Fall to the ground, dies. But then, but you just wait. Then you see that it starts to come. One day, you see, I told my guys in the church some time ago that if you want to know that now you are rich, it's a very, it's a very small, simple test to know how you, to find out if you are rich. Should I show you? Do you want to know? It's not by how much dollars, millions of dollars you have in That one is too. To know whether you are rich, go to ShopRite. You get it? Like, I'm, I, I'm going to ShopRite. When you go to ShopRite, go, just walk along the aisles. Look at the, 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 the things on the shelves. Anything you see that you like, when you enter ShopRite, take a basket. In fact, take a shopping cart with different three baskets. The one that they push, you put three baskets inside it. At the entrance, and then just be pushing the shopping cart. When you reach any shelf, anything you see that you like, when you look at it and you like it, put it inside the basket. Just be putting it inside. And be going, just put it, and be putting it inside. Then when you put all inside, you are happy. Now your baskets are full. Go to the counter and put your items on the counter. Let the woman calculate and tell you the amount. Then take your purse or your wallet out of your pocket and pay. And then take the, the items, the shopping cart, push it outside into your boat or into your car and go home. If you can do that, you are rich. You, can, oh, you don't like my, my formula? You, can do that. you see why you're not clapping? You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. The reason why you're not clapping is because you can't do it. And, and, and you see, it, it, to confirm that you are rich, do it multiple times in different shops. Go to a boutique and then a place where they sell dresses or whatever. Do the same thing there. Go to another shop where they sell shoes and do the same thing there. If you can do it three or four times in different shops, you are rich. You, can, you see, you're not clapping because you can't do it. Try it and see what will happen to you. Look, I went to a mall one day in some country. Yeah. I bought the things. I bought the things. I bought it. When I got to the counter like this, then they calculate. Now, I was, not ha- I was not holding money. I had a card. Then I give the card to the people. They put the card inside. Press my pin. See, when, you, when it works, you have, the receipt comes out. No, oh, the thing was not coming out. Then I saw that the, the lady had a frown on her face. So I was wondering what was going on. She said, she put the card out, put it inside again, and then she gave it to me. The thing didn't come out. The woman still had a, then I asked, is there a problem? She said, I don't know what's the wrong, what is wrong, but the card is not working. Hey! I said, okay. I have to pay with cash. When I open my wallet, 
The money I had wasn't enough. What, what did I do? I said, you wait to unchange. Wait to unchange. Many of you, when you go to shop, right, that's what happens to you. You, you, you take, <laughs> I forgot, one more step when you are pushing the cart. Don't look at the prices of the items. Just put it and put it in the shopping cart. Don't look at, don't look at any price. Just take put, take put. When you see and you like it, take it and put. Don't look at the price. Don't calculate anything. Just put it. If you can do that, you are rich. We cannot do it. Can you do it? How many of you want to be rich? The seats in your bag. The seats. Thank you. Let's pray about the seats. Let's pray about seed sowing. Pray and ask God to help you to, to respect seed time. When the time comes to sow seeds, the seeds we have learned about, there are more than this. All the things I, I didn't mention prayer in it. There are many more seeds I didn't mention. But pray, Lord, may I have proper respect for seed time and for seeds. Any seed that I am shown that is a good seed to plant, may I respect and may I plant. I want to hear you pray in the church like Christians. Oh, pray. Open your mouth and pray. You are talking to God and saying, Lord, help me. Lord, open my eyes. Give me a revelation in the name of Jesus. Last okay, but may I be a Christian who... Pray, don't, don't. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray.
Jesus said that except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of and the kingdom of the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is not just dying and going to heaven. But it's also it's also experiencing all the things that make up the kingdom. Jesus told the disciples to pray, let your kingdom come. Is that what it says? Let your kingdom come. So the kingdom of God can come. Whatever it is in heaven can be here. You know, and and when it comes down here, if you are not saved, you're not born again, you cannot have the experience of God's kingdom. Close your eyes, everybody. Head bowed, eyes closed. I want to pray for somebody. I want to say, Pastor, before we continue this conference, I want to do the right thing. I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ. I want to become a born again Christian. I want the Holy Spirit to come and live in me and mark me as a child of God. Lift your hand up wherever you are, anywhere you are. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be born again. I want to be a born again Christian. Lift your hand up. Listen, even, even, if you have, even if you have prayed this prayer before, but you feel that I want to pray it again, lift your hand up. It's a very good feeling to have. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to, if your hand is up, come and line up, line up here in front. Just come to the front. Let's pray. Let's do this quickly and then we are going out for lunch. Come to the front. I want to, I've done this thing before. I prayed this prayer before. But today I want to do it again. I feel like I want to do it again. I want to be, do it again seriously. Oh, are you not clapping for them? Clap, clap, clap for them. I want to do it again. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want the Holy Spirit to come and live inside my heart. And be, you know something I, that I've learned? The Bible says that the Spirit, the Spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. So if you have a, if you have a feeling of doubt, it's important to just be sure. Amen. Okay, so those of you who are in front, are you serious? Are you serious? So we're going to pray, okay? And I want you to pray the prayer I'm praying. You will pray it with me. When I say that, then you will say it. And you will say it, believing it. Is it okay? With seriousness. Is it okay? Eyes close, everybody. So those of you in front, say after me. And those of us at the back, you will support us who are in front. Close your eyes and say, say, Heavenly Father, I know I am a sinner. And I can't save myself. Lord Jesus, I come to you. Come and be my Lord and my Savior and the Master of my life. From today, I will live for you. I will save you. I will worship you. I will love you. Please write my name in the book of life that one day I will be with you in heaven. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. But I pray for all these our friends and our brothers and sisters who are here in front of you, confessing you, Lord Jesus, living their hearts. I pray that you will seal them by the Holy Spirit until the day, that day, when you shall arrive. I pray that, Lord, you will give them the grace to live the life that pleases you. May they be established in your house in the faith. Many years from now, may they still be found in your house, serving you and loving you in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, guide, lead. Show them the way they should go. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen.